If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. I love spending this time with you when we get a chance to talk about all things vibe. You know, those things that we can do that help us be more vibrant, more intuitive, more beautiful, and I mean that inner beauty radiating out and more emerged. I truly believe that midlife doesn't mean no life. It is actually an opportunity to show up in your life and really put yourself first. Today, we're going to be talking about putting yourself first and definitely talking about caring for yourself and moving forward with your wellness journey, empowered with a wellness plan that works for you. I have with me today the wonderful Dr. Lakeisha, who is an integrative OBGYN. We will be talking with her in a few minutes about her marvelous journey as a doctor who is going through her own midlife experience. But first, let's talk about you and what you're really doing when it comes to putting your self-care first. Is it even on your list? And if it is on your list, do you do it on an ongoing basis or is it every once in a while? Well, let's first talk about how you take care of your mind, your brain. Time for Mind Moves. I know we all think about doing better with our overall health and wellness, but do we really act on it? Do you really implement those holistic changes that can really help? It doesn't have to be huge steps. It could be baby steps when it comes to increasing your self-care. The most important thing is that you at least put it on your mind and get it on your to-do list and ultimately implement some self-care tips that will enhance your overall life. Let's talk first about the things that we can do to help with our brain health, to help our minds be more clear. I've got a couple of tips for you that could help. First of all, wake up with water. When you first wake up, drink eight ounces of room temperature water. It is also great if it can be laced with lemon and or lime, which is even better. It will help to wake up your metabolism. It helps to wake up your brain. And if it's laced with lime in particular, lime has electrolytes in it. 
And those electrolytes really do help the brain to function better and get rid of some of that brain fog. And the lemon can help to detoxify. It's a gentle detoxifier for your liver. Now, here's another tip you might want to think about when it comes to just taking care of your overall brain health. It's important that you get out in nature at least once a day. Getting that fresh air, that sunshine and moving with nature is so important for your mind, body, spirit connection, but it's especially important for your brain. Your brain needs fresh oxygen to be able to rejuvenate those blood cells and to make sure those red blood cells are going to the brain, which keeps you from having brain fog. So just getting out in nature for 30 minutes, of course, it's important to move for 30 minutes, but it's also important to just get out there and breathe fresh air. Those two tips, drinking water, first thing in the morning and getting out for 30 minutes for fresh air can go a long way towards helping your brain fog and helping your mind function to optimum. So we've talked about it and put it on your mind, literally, when it comes to enhancing your self-care for your brain. So what about enhancing your self-care when it comes to your spirit? Let's talk about spiritual bliss. There are so many things that we can do to uplift our spirits and heal our soul. Many of us plan to do these things, but sometimes things get in the way. There's always something else that needs to get done, right? Well, I can tell you from personal experience that taking that time to uplift your spirits and basically spend time with soul care is an essential part of your well-being. Here are a couple of ideas that you can do to uplift your spirits. Feed your ears inspiration every day hopefully at the start of the day, but sometime during the course of your day, listen to something that gives you inspiration, that inspires you, something that empowers you and encourages you. In fact, doing things like this by listening to inspirational music and uh, listening to a podcast or reading something or even spending some time with someone who encourages you and helps to uplift your spirits can go a long way towards you feeling better about you. Another thing that you can do to increase your own self-care when it comes to uplifting your spirit is to take a little bit of time during the day to just be quiet. I like to tell my clients to do something called three by three. And basically that means three minutes a day, three times a day of nothing but quiet, allowing your mind to shut down and just be. It's such a wonderful way to get clear in your thoughts but it can also uplift your spirits. You can, in those three minutes, maybe listen to the birds tweeting outside or listen to some quiet music or just be quiet, shut all the way down and just allow yourself to be. It's amazing how you can get so much more done when you just stop and be quiet. The three by three method can really work. In fact, there are so many things that you can do to increase your self-care. And as our next guest will point out, even doctors have to make sure that their self-care is on the top of their priority list. We're going to be talking with the wonderful Dr. Lakeisha in just a moment.
Well, hello, hello, and welcome, welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. I am so excited that you decided to spend just a little bit of your time with me today talking about all things vibe. Just like it said in our promo, you know, being uh, vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged in midlife. And you know how I feel about the idea that we need to do everything we can in our midlife time to figure out what tips, tools, and techniques we want to apply to our lives to be able to live a full and vibrant life. And today I have someone who I think is ultimately qualified to speak into our lives about the things we need to be doing hormonally. I know, hormonal, hormones, hormonally, whatever those words are, they're not really bad words. They're good words, ladies. And actually, they can be our friends if we get the right kind of advice and get the right kind of guidance in terms of how to balance. That's why I call this episode Balancing Hacks to Hormone or Not. <laughs> because we need to figure out how to balance these hormones. Now, I've kind of been there, done that already. I'm 63 years old, so my time has come and gone kind of sort of, but I still deal with the battle of the cortisol levels and other kinds of feel-good, happy hormones that come just naturally, whether we are in pre-, post-, perimenopause, we all deal with different issues around our hormones. So that's why I'm so glad that Dr. Lakeisha Webb McMillan is here to share with us her expertise. She's an undergraduate with a degree in biology from Oakwood College, and then she went on to get uh, her MD from Loma Linda University in California. Uh, she is certified in the use of da Vinci robotic systems for minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery. And because of her passion for teaching, she was awarded the Distinction of Resident Teacher of the Year in 2004. She is definitely a gifted speaker, an OBGYN and hormone specialist. And she's also the best-selling author of a uh, Amazon book. We have to ask her more about that. But Dr. Lakeisha, thank you so much for being on the Vibe Living podcast. It's wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me here. I am so excited about this conversation. This is this is my wheelhouse. So you're going to probably have to be like the Sandman and drag me off the stage and tell me what you're doing. I'm sure I will not. You know, I first found out about you through that wonderful vehicle called Clubhouse. And if you all aren't on Clubhouse, you need to get on Clubhouse. Of course, you have to have an iPhone right now. But if any of you, by the way, depending on when you listen to this, want an invite, I've got some tons of invites. So, you know, if you want to find out more about Club Clubhouse, just DM me on Instagram. And of course, all those connections are in the show page. But that's how I found out about her. And I was really impressed by not just what she had to say, but the passion within you, how you speak when it comes to the whole hormonal thing. Because, you know, let's face it, some of us back in the day, especially with our mothers and their mothers, just didn't talk about hormones that much. And we needed to be. But since that time, I'm so glad to say that the bandit has been ripped off and we've exposed our soft underbelly of really not knowing always what to do when it comes to hormones and in terms of how to keep them from um, putting us in a space in our lives where we feel out of control. Mm. So tell me, Dr. Lakeisha, how did you become so passionate about the whole topic of hormones? Oh, Linus, thank you so much for allowing us this space to have this conversation. And, you know, I start off by telling people, you know, kind of about my history, my background in terms of, you know, growing up in the South. I'm from Alabama. I was blessed to come from a two parent household. And my brother and I often tease that 
our dad was our biggest cheerleader and mommy was our coach. So we would come in the door and say, hey, I want to go to the moon. And daddy would say, yes, you can do it. And mommy would say, okay, I need to see all of the plans. I need to know exactly what you're doing. I need to know each step. And I remember coming into, you know, around 12 years old after seeing a video on the miracle of birth saying, I want to be a doctor and I want to be that doctor that delivers babies because that was such a cool time in life. I felt being with someone when the miracle of life was able to happen for them. And so my parents were educators and they said, you know what? You need to find yourself around some doctors. <laughs> they were like, we're not doctors. Find yourself around them. And that way you can know if this is really what you want to do. And so as the story goes, yes, that's what I wanted to do. I found myself getting into medical school early. I got into an early acceptance program through a, a, a program that was for my college, my institution that funneled me through to Loma Linda University. You know, Know, finished there, went on to residency in OBGYN, got reacquainted with an old college classmate of mine. And we are now been we've now been married for 18 years and two kids later. And, you know, it seems like I was just checking off all the boxes. Right. It's like somebody could stand back and go, huh, she's like just checking it all off. But let me if I can just share my real story with you guys today. I just remember that there was a time in my life and everybody has this time where there are dates that just you will remember for the rest of your life. And for me, those there are actually two dates. One of them is April 2nd, 2009, when I lost my father suddenly to complications from a stroke. And then 10 months later, February 24th, 2010, my grandmother passes away from complications from CHF. And I was just in free fall. I remember one night sitting on labor and delivery and my blood pressure was 160 over 110. And I remember the nurses saying, um, do you need to go to the ER? I mean, like, do you need help? And I was just like, no, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll be all right. And at this point in my life, you know, we were contemplating having another child. We'd already had our firstborn. I just remember not being happy with my life in terms of my practice. I remember my pager going off and I'd be mad at my patients. Like, what do you want now? And then I also was experiencing changes in my own body after our second child was born, where I was exhausted. I would go to work. I'd give and give and give. And then I'd drag myself home and I'd be under their covers and I'd wake up the next morning and I would still feel just as exhausted as the day before. I remember not wanting to have sex with my husband anymore. And I kind of like him, y'all. I mean, he's a kind of cool guy and he's kind of cute. And I remember gaining weight and just what was going on with my body. And it was at this time where I decided to take a step back to start reevaluating some things. And it was through going through therapy and helping to unpack some layers that I realized I needed some help myself. And so through the help of going through a wellness center and being able to get my own labs drawn and seeing what was going on with me, 
I was able to make a decision to actually start practicing integrative gynecology, being able to heal from the inside out and give my genius in a different way to the world. And so I'm an integrative gynecologist, I'm a speaker, I'm a best-selling author, and I help ambitious women who are struggling with those depleting hormones, get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, have energy all day long, and remember just how beautiful and vital they are. Wow, that's a fantastic story and so, you know, typical in terms of the kinds of things that we go through as women and still expecting to, you know, procreate, raise children, have a career, keep the husband happy. And somewhere in there is us. And many times, especially during that particular time in life, we lose ourselves. Yes. You know, we lose that piece of us uh, that is really vital. It's our essence. Yes. Yes. And who knows that part of balancing uh, our lives when it comes to work-life balance is really more about the balance of the hormones. And then all of a sudden those other things kind of come into focus. So when women come into your office and they're telling you, I have hot flashes, <laughs> I'm sleepless, I'm moody, I am eating everything that mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't eat, mm -hmm. I, you know, and I am just not feeling good. What are the what are the kinds of things you tell them in terms of what they should be thinking of when it comes to their hormones? Well, first of all, I validate them and say you're not alone and you're not going crazy because a lot of us feel that oh my goodness, something's wrong with me and because we haven't been having this larger conversation as part of our, you know, as we traverse our lives from going from, you know, a little girl to adolescence. Well, we get that talk about oh you're about to start your period, but we don't get the second half of that talk. And that's kind of where I am now. I am just like, this is my mission to have the talk 2.0 that mamas and grandmas weren't didn't have the verbiage to give us. And so I validate them and tell them the reason you're feeling this way, there are some physiological reasons, not just, oh, it must not, I must be crazy or something else is wrong. You know, there is literal physiology that is going on. And so we sit down together and we go through various different questionnaires. There are different tools in my practice that I use to be able to help you start peeling back those layers so that we can come up with some personalized um, direction for you. You know, a lot of women these days have just enough information to be dangerous. And with the internet and everything else, you know, self-proclaimed experts in certain things when actually they just probably read an article on the internet or whatever, and things can be really confusing. Yeah. So let's talk about HRT, what it is and what it isn't. A lot of women used to think at some point they were going to be on HRT and others were like, oh no, because it's gonna give me cancer or whatever. Where do you fall when it comes to the whole HRT debate? Oh my goodness. So my story with HRT is very unique. The WHI study came out my very first day of residency. My residency program director came into morning report and there are those. So you have in um, OBGYN residency, you usually have three to four residents per year. You have to go four years for residency. Our residency program had three per year. So the three of us as interns are sitting there bright eyed. We just got our MDs. We have on our long jackets and we're sitting there ready to tackle the world. And she runs in and she's like, this was just FedEx to my house this morning. And the what happened is that 
the medical community, in my opinion, did not take the time to really peel back the layers of that study to be able to then give it to our patients and say, this is how this is applies to you. And so there was this blanket statement that kind of came out and people just got scared and started doing things to not be able to be personalized for a patient. And so what I've come to find over the years is that when you really look at that study and you peel it back and you look to see that one, they looked at synthetic hormones, okay? And that is a totally different ball game from bioidentical hormones. And they also looked at women that were 63 years and older who had had a known cardiovascular event and they were trying to just prevent a secondary event. That is very, a very distinct population versus most women. So how does that apply to you? So now what we know about are bioidentical hormones. That means this hormone looks just like what you make. Okay. And that means it fits in the lock just right. It turns that lock, it opens up and it's, and the cell is able to do what it's supposed to do. And then as those, as those molecules break down and form what we call metabolites, the body can package those things up and excrete them accordingly. So I sit down and I, my biggest role is to educate and be able to help patients understand where this where this fits into your into your into your life you know into your philosophy into where what you are trying to accomplish so that is the conversation that I have. I do know that we have hormones on board for specific reasons. There are some benefits to them. And so that's what I present. I present the benefits of decreasing certain risk factors for cancer. I present the benefits of decreasing our bone deterioration or even, you know, you know making sure that we have anti story properties on board. So that's my job is to become your medical interpreter so you can make an informed decision or an informed refusal. And I think that's really important that you said that too, because uh, the more education you have, knowledge is power, the better you can understand what it is you may want to do. Because to just paint every single person with a broad brush and, and you know, HRT broad brush, all bad for you, cancer, or HRT, oh my God, you know, gotta have it. Right. Of those does not right. necessarily work. And the whole idea is to understand, and, and I and I say this a lot, and you may not agree, but I do say this a lot. There's a reason why they call it medical practice. We're all very different. Yes, and no, the, I agree. Right, and the kind of doctor you want to have is one that you can come in and tell them what you're feeling, how you're feeling, and everything else, and they're not automatically like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, okay, well, what about that? You know, putting you in that you know generalized area of of um, you know di diagnosing and prescribing instead of saying, okay, well, let's take a look at this, let's take a look at that. I always say, especially in midlife, you should know enough about your body to be your own best advocate. Oh my goodness, you are going to make me jump up and shout today, okay? Because you are speaking my language. I tell my patients all the time, and I tell women in Clubhouse and on other various platforms, you need to be your advocate. And I tell them all the time, I said, you know you can fire your doctor? Did you know that? 
I was just saying someone the other day, you know what, if your doctor starts to get an attitude because you're asking a lot of questions and they're feeling like you can tell that they don't have the immediate answer and saying, you know, I don't know, but I will find out instead of coming up with something else, then maybe you need to find another doctor. That is okay. It gone is. are the days, right? Gone are the days you just go in and lie down and say, okay, what's wrong with me? You know, now you want to say, you want to come in with your notepad, your journal. Yes. Yes, yes. yes, and write down the things that have been going on so they can get an idea. You want to give them as much information as power as, as, as possible and feel empowered to do so. And if you're not feeling empowered, if you're feeling like the doctor's feeling like this is like this person's high maintenance diva, all that kind of stuff, this is your life, your body. Maybe you need to make another choice. Exactly. Exactly. I say the same thing. And there are times where I will sit with the patient even after we've been together for a while. And if there's still something, some areas we're just not clicking, I'll say, you know what? I've done all I can do. And maybe it's time for me to refer you to somebody else because maybe this relationship just isn't the right one for both of us. And so that's why I tell patients, you can fire your doctor. It may take some more work where you have to now start over the process. And I know how that is. Trust me. Oh, my goodness. When my OBGYN retired, I called. I was like, really? Really? (laughs) (laughs) What you doing? I was like, you know, both the kids, you've taken me to this point. What are you doing? You know? So this is, I, I, I totally understand that. And that is also a part of what I do for my patients I, is I help you curate your own healthcare team. So I teach you how to do that because there is a nuance to that. It is, you know, learning who needs to be on my team because if you think about yourself as you ink, you've got your health department and you've got to staff that health department. And so learning how to be able to learn, okay, what are the different, who are the different people I need in that department? And then how do I go about doing that? Sometimes you just need somebody to help you to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, and I, you know, because actually I'm a holistic living and wellness uh, coach for women over 40. And I believe in women taking an integrative approach, doctors taking integrative approach, because it truly is a mind, body, spirit kind of thing. And even when you sometimes bring your body into alignment, you can still have things going on with your mind and your spirit that aren't Mm -hmm. quite right either. After going after going through that process of trying to figure out what's going on, even after you feel like, okay, the the hormones have been balanced. Have you ever seen in your practice, it doesn't happen, that women are still feeling like something's not quite right? And in that case, what do you do? Oh, absolutely. And so that is where we create their their personalized GYN strategies. And part of that is where we start really looking at other areas of their life. Because I, I, you know, Loma Linda's motto was to make man whole. And I didn't realize for years before I stepped into the integrative world, that's really what I was doing in my practice anyway, was looking at you as a whole person. And so I tell patients all the time, I tell my women, you know, we can do all this wonderful work on the inside. You know, I can give you hormones till the cows come home or I can give you supplements till the cows come home. But if we are not doing the complete work, if we're not looking at other areas such as the stress pathway, such as mindfulness and, and getting mindset mastery involved, we're, all this is going to be for naught. We'll be right back here. Same song, different verse next year. Absolutely. So we have to look at the entire picture. 
And I so agree with you. And I feel that women need to be empowered to want to take that approach. It's okay to want to take that approach, to consult other doctors, to find yeah. other ways of getting what you need to get past this point. Because the reality is, doctor, uh, menopause uh, or midlife doesn't necessarily have to mean no life. Um, <laughs> midlife is an opportunity to really yes. dig deep to yes. you, to be in charge of your own self-care and to get, as you said, your health team together that's going to kind of bring you through. And for people who want to find out more about you and how uh, they can make you a part of their health team, what do they need to do? Oh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D-R-L-A-K-E-I-S-C-H-A-M-D. And I have a freebie for your audience if you would love, if you allow me to do that. Okay, if you go to hormonequiz.co, that's hormonequiz.co, that's a freebie for you to kind of start assessing your hormones. And then I have the opportunity to come talk to me for a free consult, and that's at talkhormones.com. So those are the two ways that you can get um, get in Fantastic. touch with me. Fantastic, and those that information is actually in the show to be on Google Play or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or any of the other platforms. Right there in the description are the links to Dr. Lakeisha's website and to her quiz. And wow, this has been wonderful. I could talk to you for like a long time because this is one of my passions because of what I went through. I wish I could have found you like, you know, 12 years ago, but we'll have to have you come back. Will you come back? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. That would be an honor. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Lakeisha. It's been wonderful having it with you. And we're going to be right back because our next segment is going to be all about the mind-spirit connection. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.